everyone, welcome back to Morgan Hasn't Seen. It's a new series, Ginny, mm-hmm. on the silly show. When you know, you might be sad, because Halloween, well, it was last weekend. But really, it's Halloween every day in all our hearts. It is, really special time. <laughs> Which is why... We're carrying on spooky season. It's spooky season continued, Janine. Yes, I had to do it. I mean, I know you've been busy all month of October, so you didn't really get to watch as many horror movies as you would have liked to. I never get to watch as many horror movies as I would have liked to, though. (laughs) Not just around October. This is year round. (laughs) Oh, that's true. So I thought I would give you a little treat instead of a trick and give you some more horror the whole month of November as we are talking horror movies that Morgan hasn't seen. Yes, we are. Which, you know, is I'm sure, well, it's very interesting for me. I hope it's interesting for you as well, yes. good listener of Morgan hasn't seen. And I, I hope, I know it's interesting for you as well, Janine, because, you know, you like, you like having the power and you like... You like it when you find surprising movies that I haven't seen, don't you? Well, yes. I mean, you are known for loving classic films and horror films. So when I find either one of those that you haven't seen, but I have, I feel slightly superior. <laughs> well, that's, that's fine. It's justifiable. <laughs> justifiable superiority, I think. There. It's understandable. Um, but we've got, what, four movies this series? We do. That we're, that we're going to get into for Morgan Hasn't Seen Horror Movies for November because why, why not, not November? <laughs> why not watch horror movies in November? It doesn't have to be one month, guys. You can celebrate horror all year round. I mean, I but feel today, like we're, we're, we're almost living a horror movie with this election, so might as well just little bit. go with the fantasy horror. <laughs> just just d- dive into that. Oh, um... <laughs> Has it has it been the election? Has it been the election? Should we try and do some maths? Has it been the election, Janine? What date is it? <laughs> it I think is it has. Today. Or is it it's today. The election's today. It's today. <laughs> Brilliant. Air quotes. Yeah, air quotes today. Um okay, so you know, let's just think about that and think positively, think good vibes. Good vibes going to the US election there. Appreciate it. While we talk about a really sadistic, extreme, violent, horrible movie. It's not a horrible movie, though. It's actually a really, really fun movie. Um, Janine, how the hell did you come across this movie from 2019 called Haunt? Um, Well, I have to thank the uh, PJ Campbell Network. Um, You know, they do some fun watch-alongs over there. And I saw that they were doing a double feature of a movie called Host and a movie called Haunt. And I was doing my, you know, 31 Days of Halloween, looking for a Halloween slash horror movie to watch every day the month of October. And I wanted to watch something new. So I was like, oh, I saw they had watched these two horror movies and I had never even heard of them. So let's kind of check them out and see what they're about. So I kind of read the synopsis on both and I really liked how um, Haunt sounded. So I decided to put that on and really enjoyed it. Just, you know, it's hard lately nowadays to kind of find a horror movie that really scares you. 
Um, and this one actually did that. So um, it Even was something with new to me. horror movies? Well, you know, I think it's just you've watched them so many times at a certain point, they don't really do that anymore. Although I did watch Halloween 2018 uh, during my, you know, Halloween watch through. And that movie is still pretty terrifying when you kind of just sit there alone watching it. And, you know, the whole tracking of him kind of stalking from house to house, just randomly killing people for no reason. That, you know, that, that is terrifying. One big tracking <laughs> shot is outstanding yes. in Halloween 2018. I yes. love that. So good. So like that was just so terrifying. And the uh, light sensor scene is so terrifying. Yeah. The bathroom, gas station bathroom scene is terrifying so just a lot of really palpable fearful moments uh and i actually got that here with this movie uh because you know some of the halloween horror staples kind of have just been seen so many times and done to death that like you know you still enjoy them and have fun with them but they don't really scare you like they used to so um at least for me so it was kind of fun discovering something new uh for myself and now getting to share that with you so yeah i think look i think even in this this movie there's nothing overly unique about the kind of premise or anything like that or even the you know the, the kills and that sort of stuff but it tonally it's very very it's got a hell of a lot of tension to it and they're always the actual kind of more I don't want to say more effective, but kind of more visceral horror movies. Yeah. Like, I obviously love all kinds of horror and don't really get scared. Like, yes, I can acknowledge something's creeping, to be perfectly honest with you. There's plenty of things in Haunt that are very, very creepy (laughs) and very, very kind of intense and, you know, really... You feel your you feel you feel your eyes glued to the screen and your heart beat faster and that that sort of stuff that you just love when watching a horror movie. You know I like I I tend to like my kind of more deliberately paced kind of <laughs> think piece horror movies. Yes, like a Suspiria, um, or artistically well, done. Is, you know. Is Suspiria a deliberately paced think piece of well, a horror movie, or well, is it sensory overload the movie? <laughs> well, I think it's that, but I think it is also kind of a think piece. It's more of like an art piece. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in terms of my horror movies of today, uh, okay. you know, I'm I I, I love my A twenty four horror <laughs> yes, kind of stuff. Yes, a hereditary so, or a The Witch or a Lighthouse yes, <laughs> or a Lighthouse or Midsummer. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, something like that. Um, that certainly have, as far as I'm concerned, they're tense moments, but it's kind of more about general scenario and atmosphere rather than this kind of non-stop action-y kind of horror. teen horror, horror movie that haunted. slasher, yeah. And you don't get... You don't get horror movies like this in the big wide release horror movies these days. No. You don't. There was a time when you did. And, you know, these kind of movies were the biggest horror movies of their time. But now the biggest horror movies of are the more kind of layered, um, really 
thoughtful, perfectly crafted yeah. <laughs> kind of um, social commentaries, aren't they? Yes. Um, you know, look at the, we look at them all. Look at all the major horror movies, even the more kind, of, even the, even the ones that are less like that. Um, your conjuring universes and that kind of stuff. They are very, very particularly crafted. Rather than just simple. Yeah. There's nothing too simple. Like, Haunt is a very, very simple movie. Very simple movie, but it's all the better for it. Yes, that's what I love about this movie. I love that. And I like that it takes something, you know, because sometimes scary can be fun. So I like that they take all the time the concept of something that is supposed to be scary and fun and you know, something that does kind of feel real, like a haunted house or like a Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, yeah. So you do kind of have a small sense of security, but you're still kind of terrified and then kind of turn it on its head to where it's actually real. It's actually happening. And that is kind of terrifying, you know, because it's something that is supposed to kind of feel like a controlled scare, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, that's... look. Those kind of events like that, and yes, that's all this movie is. It's Halloween night. A group of teens go to a haunted house attraction that's an extreme haunted house attraction. And, uh, well, basically, it turns out to be a little more real yeah. than they wanted it to be. So, you know, it gets it gets nasty from there. And it's just really... It's very non-stop action, but it is really tension building and really quite scary because you can put yourself in, in that situation. That situation. You can. Um I always find like and I know I say this and I know I'm gonna I'm gonna flop over my words today because I just like saying things very particularly. <laughs> and when it's movies like this, I find myself not being able to say things very particularly because I just want to shout emotions. Yes. And I am kind of get like that. Um, but in a setting such as a, a Halloween Horror Nights or a haunted house attraction or something like that, I find those things way more scary than watching a horror movie. Like, I much prefer to watch horror movies... Because I find I, I find horror movies incredibly fun and incredibly kind of there's a a distinction with horror movies where if I kind of you know me, I I like creepy atmosphere. Yes. <laughs> and if I see that I don't care what the hell's going on in your horror movie. If I get that then I'm in and I just kind of go, this is perfect. This is the greatest thing ever. Yes. Wave my hand, <laughs> wave my arms around. I love it. I'm, I'm like that. Yeah. Like a lot of people obviously watch horror movies to be purposely scared. Yeah. And to be honest, I think this movie is a fantastic movie if you want to be purposely scared. Because I'm sat there watching this movie going, damn, this is, you know, this is intense. This, Like I, I don't get scared by horror movies. That may be why I quite enjoy them because you know me and when it comes to haunted house horror attractions as well and that kind of stuff like i'm i i i don't 
like, I would much prefer to not go to a Universal's Halloween Horror Nights as opposed to going to a in the middle of nowhere roadside <laughs> extreme haunted date. house attraction <laughs> not even extreme not even extreme but like just roadside kind of really dated creep creepy horror walkthrough that means absolutely nothing to where it is in the middle of like april or something <laughs> like that that's just next to absolutely nothing because in a Universal's Har- Halloween Horror Nights scenario, I feel incredibly safe because there is way too many pe- there'd be way too many people there, and also it's an official event, you know. So no, I'm definitely not going to die in this <laughs> horror house or scare maze or whatever it may be. But in the middle of April, in the middle of nowhere. On this road, on this high highway roadside horror walkthrough attraction, with some dude who seems way too into actually giving me this tour, um, I there's fifteen percent of my brain that's going, "Am I making this? Am I making out of this alive?" You know, <laughs> which is more enticing for me. I like I like that in my. I also like, however, I say that, I say that, I also like really kind of badly done ones that just like, that's a plastic gargoyle and that kind of stuff. I love it. Well, yeah, this one kind of invokes all of that. It's definitely kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, I like the opening as kind of you seeing they're like starting to set things up and printing their little flyers and... um, You know, these kids are on Halloween night and bored and just trying to find something to do and... They're stopped and it's completely silent. And then the light just comes on for this like side of the road thing. (laughs) And yeah, like it seems pretty kind of dollar store, you know, attraction. That's what I mean. Uh, I love, but I love, 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 (laughs) love that kind of stuff. Like I love, this is why I love horror. This is why I love Vincent Price horror and that kind of stuff. Because it's so blatantly tropey and just obvious. Yeah. But there's such a charm and a love of the idea and genre to it that make that that just transfers over to me as a member of an audience or a viewer or a participant or whatever it may be. Yeah. I just feel that transfer over and I prefer that rather than somebody jumping out at me with a chainsaw. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I would rather have something like, you know what, a lot of love, a lot of time has gone into this. Um you can see it's been well used over the decades. <laughs> just and... very homemade. You're more up for the homemade attraction. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's is what, what I mean. this feels like, and that's what makes it kind of it terrifying does. because yeah, it takes away that element of corporate like safety <laughs> yeah, it's, it, that's that's what i'm talking about like as as good as an event as universal's halloween horror nights is you can never feel truly scared at one of those places because it's way too safe yeah it is way too safe yes people can jump out at you but look there's a hell of a lot of people around you 
it's very obvious what's going on, you are very, very safe. Yeah. But in, you know, Captain Spaulding's Dr. Satan's tour of Horrorville or whatever the hell that's called from House of a Thousand Corpses, you are, you should rightfully feel terrified at, you know, (laughs) Sid Haig dressed as a clown taking you through his really dated horror ride on the side of the road and then trying to sell you some fried chicken. (laughs) Like, that's way more interesting to me than going to a big, glossy, big budget horror event. So I'm really into the ha- the haunted house from Haunt. Like, I would adore to go through this haunted house, obviously, if it wasn't actually run by murderers. So, I mean, going there and seeing this creepy clown man and giving up your phones and all of that, signing the release. I don't like the giving up your phone would idea. You, would you be in for that? It was, like, you hear the first word, hey hand over your phones we're locking them up yeah see i really don't sign a release (laughs) yeah i really i really don't like that it would be because obviously that's what happens in this movie and rightfully so the characters are kind of a little bit tentative about it and i would be as well like I'm, i'm not really up for doing that kind of stuff yeah i don't really know what's going on here i've never heard of this place so let's just and I know I understand I'm kind of contradicting myself a little bit because I want that little bit of fear. Ultimately, look, I know I'm <laughs> going to come out of the. I've done enough weird, low-key horror walkthroughs in my lifetime to know that while, yes, okay, I'm a little bit convinced that these people may that, want <laughs> to kill me. But I've always come out alive, so... <laughs> I like, you know, I like the idea of having safety in myself in the form of, you know, a phone or a piece of contact. Yes. So that, that, that was pretty scary at first, like kind of, and then just that there's no one really guiding you. Like, you know, even if these places are kind of cheapy, you do have some kind of ghost host person who is playing the part, but also kind of, you know, talking to you. Whereas this guy's not saying anything and, you know, they're kind of joking and laughing and he's not playing along with any of that. Um, so you, you, think, you get some red flags at first, but... You do. Do you not think it would have been more effective on the murderer's part, though, if they had have been really playing along? Unfriendly. And they had have been, like, a, a a guide and that kind of stuff, just to make it seem very, very... Just to make legit. it seem safer. Yeah. And more legit than... I mean, to be fair, though, are the murderers that clever? I mean, they can set up traps and... No death trap pretty well, but I don't. Can think they just be normal words? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the problem. And, you know, whatever his name is, Mitch, the guy who calls himself Mitch, like he can he can't just think of a last name for himself, can he? Just to try and make it seem a little bit more not sketchy. <laughs> yeah, not sketchy. <laughs> um, don't think don't think they've got the brains. These guys, no. Um, but before all of that, I think, you know, this movie is not very long. No, and it's 
you know, most horror movies, like, you know, I, in, in October, I went through the whole Friday the 13th series. And, you know, you don't really care about any of these people who are getting killed. <laughs> you know, you really don't no. give a shit about any of them. But this movie is really smart in using the time to uh, develop these characters in little ways, you know, in small conversations, in how they interact with their other friends. Uh, You know, our kind of final girl gets like these little flashbacks and hints to things, you know, you see her covering up a black guy, you see her, you know, looking at her phone and messages from her boyfriend. It starts with like her boyfriend doing some, you know, throwing a pumpkin at her door because he's pissed at her about something and um so we get these moments and these small little you know nuggets of information that don't detract from the story um and make us care about these characters a little bit so it's an added it's an added extra layer yeah which is which is which you need and also kind of fits well with this movie when you go through, and obviously uh, our final girl, Harper, it kind of comes back and she uses this kind of trauma, this kind of abuse trauma, to almost overcome it by yeah. being the final girl, which yeah. is always a good thing. Like you, you see that in a lot of final girls, is that they have some level of outcastness or trauma or something like that that the very nature of them being a final girl allows them to overcome it yes and i really like that like um you know we learn through kind of flashbacks and you know things like that that she grew up in an abusive household and um her father you know hit her and things like that so and i like that it kind of comes back where she kind of refers to you know i grew up in a haunted house she keeps saying so, yeah. you know, the fact that there's a real, you know, a kind of relating these kind of real murdery kind of Halloween scares to like a real life kind of situation, like being a scary thing, which, you know, I think we recently saw another movie that tried to do that <laughs> um, in Monster Squad where, you know, <laughs> they tried to relate, you yeah, know, I, let's let's. <laughs> Let's not with Monster Squad and its dreadful, dreadful tr- attempts at layering its story. <laughs> yes, um, relating you know fake monsters to real world monsters. It, Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, that that didn't quite land, but I liked that here they you know relate you know two different kinds of monsters. Um, yes, yeah, but it, way, it works. Know. It fits. It's it's a smartly written movie yes that she um, calls her it, situation a haunted house and this whole movie is you know about a haunted house um and she yeah. lived in a real one and that plays into kind of her story later on so i like how they were able to kind of develop these characters in small ways while not taking away from the slasher that you kind of want because yeah like in you know like i said watching all these friday the 13th movies they gave you all the kills and the fun stuff that you want in a slasher but and they didn't take that time to kind of make you even care a little bit about anybody for the most part. So I don't even think the first Friday the Thirteenth movie does that. No, to be honest with you, no. So like I think you know it is smart when you you know invest in cool kills and a cool concept, but you also invest in uh, fleshing out characters even in small ways. 
Definitely. So, yeah, I think they took the time to, like, while we, you know, don't get too deep into depth about these characters because the focus is on other things and the core focus is on other things, we get enough that we do care about these people and we want to see them kind of survive and get through this and, you know. Like I said, it's a smartly written movie, which is exactly what you expect from the same guys that wrote A Quiet Place. Yes. So, I mean, yes, it's like you you did mention to me. Got a little bit of, a uh, little few things in here that also happen in A Quiet Place. <laughs> There's like a little bit of uh, lazy writing in some moments, like... Okay, I guess you're just, you know, like, gonna use this thing that you already did, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a, yes, it's a smartly written movie, but have we got other things that can happen yeah. to, you know, maybe slow down our heroes, guys? Maybe. Yes. Or to make our involve... characters look cool in the end. Yeah. <laughs> You know, maybe maybe a different style of thing there. I mean, credit credit to you. You made a, another good movie. Yes. You know, another good movie. But again, yeah. Like, don't do it for a third time, guys. I know. If we see this you know, again, <laughs> if we see it, if we see it for a third time, we're thinking, no, okay, is this now just maybe something that's going to happen in all the yeah, movies? Yeah, so it's just going to be your signature thing, like Tarantino. Which, with if feet. it turns, <laughs> if it turns into that then it then becomes kind of understandable when you're waiting for it again. Yes. So we'll see. But we've gotta we've gotta know. I think we've gotta know. We've got to ask the question of these two. Is somebody going to step on a nail in every single one of your movies? <laughs> because if they say yes, then we go then okay. okay, fair enough. Then fair enough, we will go along with this and just wait for it in every film. Exactly. Um, and we'll and we'll enjoy it and we'll applaud when it happens. Yes. <laughs> and it'd be great. Yes. So but no, I uh <laughs> I do yes, like please. our heroine. I do like our final girl Harper that she has gone through some trauma and we just get kind of nice hints of that throughout. Um and it kind of all plays into the plot later. Um and yeah, like I just think it's so smart how we just get into the situation in the first place. Uh, you know, her boyfriend is kind of following them. <laughs> he is. Um, I don't really understand why. Do well, we know why? Or well, is we kind of just set up that he's, an, ab- he's an abusive boyfriend. You know, she's covering yeah. up her black eye in the beginning. Uh, her friends are like imploring her to break up with him. She does send him a message that it's over. So I think, you know, he seems like the type of guy who's not going to yeah. accept that. So he does, you know, we know he was kind of outside her place. He threw a pumpkin at her door and we see his truck drive away. Then we see a picture of her, you know, in front of that same truck with him. So we know. So we know that's True. probably him. True. So he's following her because he's pissed about, you know, her trying to break it off and he wants to kind of keep tabs, I guess. So, you know, they pull off the road to kind of get away from him because she's the only one who notices that this truck is following them. And that's how they kind of come across the haunted house. And like, I love yeah. how the sign, everything's kind of just still and quiet. And then all of a sudden this boom, the sound cue and the, the haunted house sign just lights up. Um, so kind of how it all comes together is just perfect i think yeah and let's be fair the set of the haunted house and the different rooms themselves are unbelievably good like this is what i mean i would love to go through this thing if it was a legit roadside haunted house 
you know, that wasn't run by murderers, like I said before. <laughs> yes. Because really, we shouldn't be allowing murderers to run haunted houses. No, we Don't know not. how they've managed to actually <laughs> acquire all these materials in the first place. Right. Because um, there's a hell of a lot of weaponry and devices and blades and all kind of craziness. Yeah. That you really shouldn't be selling to, <laughs> to people. four or five weird-looking people, <laughs> you know? Yes. And they all have these masks on. And, you know, your first kind of attraction when you walk in is you see a girl kind of unwrapped from some, like, trash bags. And she's screaming. And yeah. they take, like, a hot brand. And as they're, like, about to, like, they brand her in the face, like, it gets dark and smoke kind of flares up. So you're like, oh, that was, that wasn't real. That was just a fake, fun little thing. Oh, ha, ha, ha. And that's, you know, stuff like that. There's always actors yeah. in these kind of things that, you know, have to do it pretty well. And they're all stood there going... That was a good effect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked that. Okay. Let's the the starting is off strong. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Little do they realize, of course, that the poor girl had actually been branded and then probably killed and then probably her face ripped off and, you all know, left in that room with all the other people. And they, like, kind of do this forcible split of the group, you know. They do. And make it part of the attraction. So, like, a couple people go one way, a couple people go the other way. Um, Which, if it wasn't run by murderers, is also a really good idea yeah. of, let's scare a few, let's get a few more scares out of these people by getting them alone. Yes. So, I mean, that's very clever of the murderers. Do the murderers actually have brains, but they just can't speak? Are they those type of murderers? Well, they do speak a little bit at certain points. But... I know, but, <laughs> but... Do they, are they intelligent? <laughs> uh, or are they just sadistically intelligent? I think sadistically intelligent, because I think Mitch, you know, while he could not come up with a last name for himself, I think he does play his part pretty well when he comes he does play. originally actually doesn't he yeah <laughs> yes um, he does so we do have a couple other attractions how did you feel about those things the coffins and the uh, stick your hand in here and climbing through a creepy tunnel <laughs> so with a slide at the end in, yeah I'm, I'm trying to remember the actual kind of order of them because the first room was that like glass wall you watched the witch woman um brand yeah the the girl yeah and that was the first little scare was it then the maze yes i think so so yeah. a maze is always a good idea you know a maze creepy things popping out and you know you don't know where you're going oh <laughs> yeah. this is terrifying we've got to say as well the lighting in this place is absolutely perfect yes and just the general atmosphere of this haunted house is sublime. I love it. Um, then you've got, like, you have those coffins, don't you? You have to actually go into the coffin in order to get out of the other side of the coffin. You have to shut the coffin door on yourself and it's dark. And, and then, then you're allowed to go out. Yes, but, Obviously quite you know, scary. if you don't know kind of what's happening at first, then, you know, a little door opens up above your head. And it's just kind of silence for a minute until something happens. 
until something drops out <laughs> on you and you're allowed out screaming your head yeah. off. Like some spiders to the poor girl that really hates spiders. Yes. <laughs> Whack Ron Weasley in this haunted house. He would not have a good time. No. Um, he would want to chase too many the spiders. butterflies. But, um... <laughs> There's too many spiders. Uh, the 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 hands going through, feel the body parts and all that kind of stuff. Um, you get them at... Typical you get them at every damn thing. You get them at museums. You get them at zoos. <laughs> They're not just an exclusive haunted house thing like the rest of the stuff. And you just say, oh, feel this rock in this museum. If you put your hand through here, what rock's this? This is a piece of limestone or some nonsense oh like that that you would definitely <laughs> get in an interactive museum. Um, but I like that, obviously. Use spaghetti for the brains. Use grapes for the eyeballs. And then what's the third hole? Nothing at first. Yeah, so you're just feeling, you're kind of feeling around, and uh, one of the friends, she is wearing Harper's mother's ring as, like, part of her costume, and she's trying to feel in there, she doesn't feel anything, but she loses the ring. Um, Yeah. So then she's feeling in there. Well, does she lose the ring, or does somebody Somebody grab her hand and rips the ring off her? Yes. Um, She's, you know, reaching your hand in there, and that's always kind of scary in and of itself, just, like, sticking your hand somewhere. (laughs) You don't know. Um, it is. And they I do, never like to do it, to be honest. And they do try to kind of disarm you with two things that are like, you know, not a big deal. Um, yeah, that are very obvious Halloween tricks. Yes. And like one of the guys is sticking his hand in and he's like pretending to be like attacked and freaked out. Yeah. And literally in that same moment, the girl is actually being attacked and freaked out. Um, and I love how they do this kind of reveal of she pulls her hand out. And you think everything's fine, and she turns her hand over, and then, like, the slits start opening up in her hand. So, like, she was, like, legit sliced with razors. Because that's what's in the third hole. Yes. Razor blades. Yes. Beautiful. Phenomenal work. I mean, I do like the kind of... The... I don't want to... Do you call it a back lot of it all? You know, like, where all the... If it was a real haunted house attraction where all the actors would run through and yeah. where all the technicians would do the lights and the effects and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I do like all that because I always like seeing how things work yeah. like that anyway. <laughs> um, that's why, you know, we watch and look into stuff about behind the scenes of movies, isn't it? Because a movie is not just what you see on the screen. It's how it's come together. Yeah. It's yeah. how it's been made and all that kind yeah. of stuff that makes us appreciate it more. This is what I mean with horror movies. I love knowing that, oh, they've thought about that particular aspect of horror movie history, so they've gone for that there, rather than just going, this is scary. (laughs) Which is nice sometimes. It's nice sometimes, but it's also nice to acknowledge what's going on as a whole. Yes, and that's how we do kind of see the razor blades because later on we get to see the other side of that wall where we see the noodles and we see the grapes and then we see the razor blades sitting there. Um, yeah. Clearly very well-used razor blades as well. So, you know, there's probably some blood diseases going around <laughs> to uh, somebody. Yeah. But that's the least of these people's worries as there is enough blood in this movie anyway. Yes. A little bit of a gory movie. A little bit. Yeah. Touch, touch of gore in the movie, which you know is 
it's what typical. We like sometimes yes, we do need in our movie. It really based around Halloween. So, um, I mean, obviously, we've got to give you know applause to Shudder. This is a Shudder movie. Yes, yeah, a Shudder exclusive. Um, we love Shudder. Shudder's great. I remember when Shudder first launched. In fact, speaking of the, here's a, here's a good. This movie actually did remind me of the kind of movie that I would see at one of the horror festivals. Oh, yes. You probably would have seen this there. Like, they probably would have premiered it there. Well, I I didn't see it there. I don't remember it ever being on one of the cards that I was at. So, it probably was at some, was it, you know, many festivals. Um. But it reminded me of the kind of movie that I would see at these things. And then, you know, just this really kind of low-key, not getting a, any sort of major release. Yeah. Barely even getting a limited release. Or you may just find it on Shudder or Netflix or Prime or wherever. Yeah. A few months from now. And once it arrives on there, I'd be there on Twitter going... Guys, I saw this this months ago. Watch it. It's great. It feels like one of those movies. Because, honest to God, I really, really enjoyed watching this movie. Right? It's nothing flashy. It's nothing overly fancy. It's It's nothing overly think-piecey. But it's such a fun time. And it is kind of one of these perfect Halloween-y, Halloween night movie you want to actually get a little scared by a horror movie if you're a big horror fan like yeah. me which you know scares are, are a rarity but you, you don't mind that when you're a big horror fan because you you tend to be a big horror fan for other reasons yeah but if you want to actually feel a little bit of you know what this is this is quite creepy yeah. i'm a little bit tense right now you watch a movie like this. Yeah, it uses it, its time it's really well. Entirely believable. It never, you know, goes to yes, it's extreme in some parts with some of, you know, the kind of gore and violence and that kind of stuff, but you want that. Yeah. You want that in a movie like this. But it never it never strays from being a believable horror movie. And it doesn't bog you down with exposition to, you know, you don't need to know who these people are. You don't need to know their background. You don't need to know why they're doing this. I think that's always kind of a scarier thing when there is no motive, you know. Um, But it just sticks to its tone (laughs) really, really well. Yeah. Like, there's there's potential that it could have gone way too over the top and go into comedic territory. Now, if it had wanted to do that, we'd have been kind of told throughout the movie that it was trying to do that. Yeah. So if it had have done that, then it would still have made sense, but it would have been a completely different movie. Yeah. And you'd have been sat here still thinking it was a fun movie, but you wouldn't have been as tense and as creeped out. You'd have just been like, I, I love this. This is craziness. Yeah, I, I do love um, the, uh, and appreciate the consistency of the tone for sure. Um uh, so then our kind of two groups come together and that's when everyone is kind of realizing that this place it's real. is real and kind of fucked up. Um, but you're not wholly on board with that because then we meet Mitch who, mm. you know, 
so one group is in a room and the second group just walks in there after kind of going through that whole little tunnel slide situation. Um, and they're like telling him, don't close the door, don't close the door. And then they realize they're trapped in there and they yeah. see their friend's arm is all cut up and they're kind of wondering what, what happened. And I think one of their friends is missing the, one of the, the girls who, with the spiders, who's dressed like a yes. flapper. She ends up missing. Um, and then we meet Mitch who comes in and he is wearing a mask and he works there and he's super chill. He's like, oh my gosh, how, why are you hurt? What's going on? This whole thing's supposed to be safe. Oh, and they're like, well, where's our friend? Oh, she, she went through already. She's out front waiting for you guys. And he's super cool. And they're like trying to break out of the door. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. I got keys. I'll get you guys out. You know, and you're kind of breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief. You're like, okay, yeah. He seems like you know he works here. That this isn't supposed to be happening. So he's kind of just thrown into this and didn't realize like it was this extreme. It's like yeah, we what play we play with people a little bit, but it's not supposed to be like this. Um, <laughs> we should know better than this. Yes, we should know better than to think Mitch is actually, you know a relieving presence in this movie rather than just something to ramp it up even further. Exactly. And so, of course, um, he's definitely not a sigh of relief because they start kind of asking him questions and he does reveal some things to them. Like He does. uh, You know, if too many people are in the tunnel, there's a trap door that will open up and things like that. Like, So you think, okay, he's giving them information. So maybe he is just thrown into this. So it's not taking away the fact that this haunted house is real and these people are really crazy, but it's giving you a potential ally within that you could kind of have that sigh of relief. So I like that they kind of throw that in there when you're not really expecting it. Um, so he kind of guides them to where the front is and they open the door and it's a wall. There's a wall there. Yeah. So that's kind of when things seem very off and they start asking him questions and that's him to take off his mask and he doesn't want to do it and it gets very weird and things well, just you know rightfully so there. he doesn't want to take off his mask because he eventually does take off his <laughs> oh mask oh my god <laughs> he barely has a face yes so then we start seeing these people take their masks off because we start to kind of get to know these people and their masks are kind of real depictions of what their face masks are yeah. You know, they're like the kids from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas who take off their masks and their faces look exactly like their masks. Um, you know, some have crazy piercings and like prosthetics put in. It's like that, you know, man who's kind of known to be like a snake man who did all this plastic surgery to yes. make his face look like a snake. Um, but his tongue forked. And yeah, all he had sorts. his tongue forked yeah. and like he put like these big balls and like in his uh, eyebrow ridges so that like you know his eyebrows will protrude and things like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they do like all have this kind of crazy like the guy who's kind of the leader like a clown. He's like done things to his face to make him look like a clown. The guy who was you know supposedly the friend Mitch, he has some weird looking like skull type looking like skeleton face, which is super creepy. This devil, yeah. he has like spikes all coming out of his face and um, he, he looks like a tattooed Darth Maul, but not red. <laughs> yes, doesn't he? Terrifying. And with more spikes it, yes. on his face and more tattoos on his face. Um, and you know, we ultimately see the friend that was missing in the same kind of situation where like the first girl we saw get branded, we thought, oh, that's a fun trick. 
but we actually see them take the brand and stab the hot brand like through her head so then yeah, it's like which... you know and then it's, it goes all out from there yes, yes, and it's yes. kind of non-stop from there yes so we that's get when it really starts to ramp up for sure all kinds of other crazy little rooms in this place there's a few little shots of like the layout map yeah of this whole house as well and i just kind of want to pause on that i just kind of look at the whole layout because you know you know what i'm like when it comes to maps and that kind of stuff i love knowing i love studying maps and knowing where everything is in relation to everything else yes and a big hole like uh, the layout of this haunted house fascinates me a little yeah. bit because there's there seems to be levels to it yeah like there's a slide involved i love the fact that there's a trommel tunnel involved you know one of those tunnels that's spins around and you have to walk through and it looks like you're moving on an angle and you you're gonna fall over Yes. I love those things. They're in every British fun house ever. <laughs> and some of them really don't work. Oh gosh. Which is just funnier. <laughs> when they when it's funnier when there's when there's a trouble tunnel that doesn't work because then it's just a walkway. Yeah. <laughs> the effect is just Dead. non existent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh it doesn't work. Okay, okay, okay that's walk fine. forward. Walk <laughs> forward. Um I love that. But there's the, I mean, the, there's that final kind of escape room that Harper finds herself in, which yes. is quite possibly the most terrifying escape room I've ever seen. Yes, but I mean, our group gets dwindled down even more from there. It does, um, it does. Like, they kind of hatch a plan for one of the guys to go to the front because they do end up, you know, dispatching Mitch and getting his keys. And yeah. So one of them decides to go to the lockbox where all their phones are out front. Um, and then he'll give the other girls a signal. They'll go up the, you know, the tunnel. But, you know, they all yeah. can't go at once because there's a trap door. Um, and then someone starts to come as the two girls are waiting to go into the tunnel. And Harper's kind of telling them to go because she's like fighting somebody off the door. And they're like, no, we have to wait for him to give us a signal. And like, she's like, just go run. And they're just not going. And like me, I'm getting like, just go. Just listen to her. Don't just say her like somebody's out the other side of this door. <laughs> like, you know, I love when I get that crazy feeling in a horror movie where I'm just like, listen to her. Oh my gosh, I'm going to die. <laughs> like, it's always out. such a. <laughs> It's always such a, a stereotypical way of watching horror movies, isn't it? That you're shouting at the people going, yeah. don't go in there, don't go in there, don't go in there. But this is yeah. such a movie that makes you want to do yes. that. Yes, like these two girls are so casual. Oh no, we're just waiting for him. And she's like, get the hell out of here. And then the guy busts in and comes after them. And that's when they're like, oh, we gotta go. She was trying yeah. to tell you like five minutes ago to go. <laughs> And, you know, one gets in the tunnel, the other one does not, gets pulled out. And that's always kind of a scary thing when you're pulled out by your legs and, you know, you see them yeah. fighting to, and gets, ends up stabbed through the head with a pitchfork. And so that's kind Lovely of, Lovely kill. Yes. Lovely kill. Whittling the group down even more. There is a few really good kills in this though. Yes. A few really good, like the, there's, there's that one with the guy out, the guy who does go outside yes and it's mitch that actually kills him yes the block box is gone and we see like the leader clown guy going through the box and looking at everyone's phones um and yeah. ultimately uh one of them is ringing it's harper's and it's the 
a boyfriend and he answers the phone yes. and he starts saying some creepy things to him that like, oh, you know, she's not coming to the phone. Like, da, 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 da. like you know, so that's why Harper's phone is kind of left on the table because he wants to be smart and talk to her boyfriend and all the other phones get put in the microwave. So when one of the kids who goes out front sees the lockbox is gone, Mitch is waiting behind him with his mask on and he's like, so do you want me to take off my mask? And he's like, no, but where's my friends? And Mitch, Mitch is like not answering. He's like, well, no, I'll take my mask off. And he like says his address to him and like yeah. says, now do you want to still want to see me with my mask off? And he, you know, so Mitch, Mitch gives him the honor yes. of seeing him with his mask off yes. before ripping his head off, ripping his face off by his mouth with the with back side of a hammer. hammer. Yes. So he does Lovely take his mask kill. off and his face is probably the most grotesque of all of the faces, I think. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Maybe, and... maybe, I mean, maybe the devil man. Yeah. Because the level of spikes and in tattoos yeah. um, in his face. So I do, I think, you know, if this were the kill count, I would give uh, the golden chainsaw to... <laughs> Probably that hammer in the face. Yeah, so would I. Death. So um, would I. I love that. You don't see that as a killer, no. do you? This is what I mean. Unique kills. We like them. So, yes, we the, have... The backside of a hammer right? ripping somebody's, ripping somebody's face Because that part is pretty lethal. Um, the top of your jaw. I'm just trying just to do that to it, myself. Like, peeling it off. I think he goes like, in from like, the nose. Like, he goes in from the nostrils, I oh, think. Yeah. Does, he, does he not go in from the jaw? And like pull off his whole face. Going from the mouth. Oof, I, I want to say it was the nostrils, but <laughs> I don't know. I, either way, it's still, either way. right? <laughs> um. So we do Lovely. have you know Harper. She's on her own. We have another character, Nathan, that we kind of established at the beginning. Him and Harper kind of have a a, a bond, like most of a bond. She's kind of dragged out to even yeah. go out on Halloween with her friends. And she kind of strikes up some conversation with Nathan. And he's really kind to her. Um, he's a nice guy. Yeah. So he's your, he's your horror movie nice guy. He is. Bing. Um, so he's kind of on his own. And she's on her own. And then the other friend, we kind of don't know what, what's happened to her the one who got her arm sliced up yes so yes everyone is separated like three of the friends are now dead so we're just this is kind of the big kind of chase around the haunted house wait is this where we get the escape room yes so harper kind of comes across this escape room getting away from the the devil guy because the devil guy was had her and was about to get her until Nathan's like on the other side of the fence and shoots like a nail gun at him. Yes. Um, and gets him and Harper's able to get away. Um, so then she kind of runs through a bunch of different areas, including stepping on a board full of nails. Yes, <laughs> um, that's true. You know, Which appears to be in the kind of technician's area. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. It's not actually in the house itself. It seems to just be a plank of nails that, that they'll use the guys would some use point. for some reason yes. um like there's like a door of knives that fall down and some booby traps yeah. and things and yes yeah she finds herself in this you know happy little girls room designed uh, escape room um i mean the decor is a little bit i don't want to say dated yes. i mean <laughs> absolutely this is a horror movie Yes. bedroom decor <laughs> yes it reminded me of 
the most terrifying hotel room I've ever been in, which was in a small town in California, actually. Um, where it was a little bit like that. And we was we it, feared for our lives. Was it the one that was haunted? I know you said you stayed at a haunted hotel. No, 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 no. I stayed at the ha- haunted, haunted hotel in, in Salem. Oh. Which, you know, is perfect, really, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> That's where you want to stay in a haunted hotel. Like, I mean, if you want me to tell that story. <laughs> well, you should have when story. we were in during witch season. <laughs> I should have done that when we were in witch season. You're quite right. <laughs> Should have done that. That's much more appropriate. Um, but I can tell. I mean, it's not. I mean, look, okay, there was this haunted hotel in Salem. Um, I think it was called the Salem Inn. Um, we we stayed there. Um, I, I was in, I mean, the bed looked like something out of The Exorcist, which is just perfect. Um, I was in the one room. Um, my brother at the time, refused to sleep in a room on his own because he was that scared because we'd been spending the whole day reading about all the hauntings at this hotel. Oh, my gosh. And it was hilarious. I mean, I was absolutely loving it, obviously. <laughs> I was just saying, please, ghost, please, where are the ghosts? I'll stay Let me listen now. to the ghosts. <laughs> um, so in the middle of, like, I think we had to cover up all the mirrors in the room because my brother was not having looking at mirrors. Oh my gosh. So we had to literally put towels on the mirrors, <laughs> which is very horror movie, oh isn't it? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so I was in the other room on my own. All I hear in the middle of the night is the most blood-curdling scream in my life from my brother. <laughs> oh no, from my mother, actually, followed by my brother, who then proceeded to spend a good hour cold sweating rocking um when my mother explained to him that she'd felt someone pull at her arm while sleeping oh my gosh Ah! (laughs) and and therefore that's when she screamed and woke my brother up who was next to her (laughs) really screamed and I was in the next room, woke up going, what the hell's going on here? You were all excited. That's A ghost. <laughs> I love it. I loved it. Fascinating. But my mother will tell you, will tell people to this day, she felt something. Pull her arm. Oh my gosh. I love that. And we were apparently in the room next door to the most, most haunted, haunted room in the room. hotel. <laughs> So I don't know if that was a, you know, it sounds a little bit fake, doesn't it? But yes. I can promise you this happened. So nothing happened to you in your room by yourself? Nothing happened to me. No, I was just, um, I remember my dad telling me that for a joke, they were going to try and come in during the night and pick up my bed and spin it 180 degrees. So I was facing the other way when I woke up. So I would think something had happened. But you are you you say you're a light sleeper, right? Like you would. I am a light sleeper. I would have noticed that. I would have gone. What, what's going on? No. Put me back. Put me back. We'll have none of these jokes. Come on. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Um, but no, this this was a completely different hotel. This was like actually like that was fun. That was fun. Fun for me. 
I don't think it was formed for my brother. So I still That's think probably why the ghosts and witches left you alone because they were like, "Hey, we're not gonna have no fun with him. He's gonna like this too much." <laughs> <laughs> I still think my brother is fairly traumatized by this, but what my entire family agrees it was a terrifying place was this small town in California that was just so kind of middle of nowhere, middle of forest backwards kind of this place hasn't changed in 70 years and neither has the decoration as the decor of this hotel room it looked like something from the early 50s oh my gosh and it was just a little bit it was in the middle of the woods yeah it was just a little bit terrifying to be in this room on our own in the middle of the woods. A little bit terrifying. But anyway, that's the story. <laughs> that's those stories. But that room reminded you of this escape room in this movie. It did remind me of this escape room, yes. And I loved this escape room. Fascinating. And so, yeah, she has to get this key to get out of here. Um, she goes under the bed, which conjures some flashbacks of her, you know, hiding from her abusive father under the bed. Um, which kind of plays into her strength uh, in this I like moment. that. I really yeah. like those little flashbacks. So she gets the key and, you know, the devil with all the things sticking out of his face, he, you know, is about to come up upon her under the bed. And, you know, he's telling her, like, how he wants to take off her face uh, because that's obviously right. like, something they're about, into. Right. Yes. And she, they, do, they are into it, aren't they? I mean, they're they're really into taking off people's faces. Yeah, and like, like why taking off their own so faces much? and put, making their faces look crazy. Um, what is it with these guys in faces? Do we ever find out? We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't know. Is there a haunt two? Haunt two: The Return of the Haunt. Well, you know, once this movie blows up after people listen to this episode and everyone goes to watch Haunt, then I think that will be they should do. There will be a high demand for a Haunt too. Um, Legit, you really should go watch Haunt. <laughs> yes, I mean, I this was new to me, and I like, I think solely decided to do more horror movies just because I wanted to share this movie with Morgan because I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, then she proceeds to stab this guy in the eye with the key. And, That's true. Yes, and get away in this really kind of cool door. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. The the it looked like it looked like a little bit something that Del Toro would come up with, right? Like a musical lock door. Yeah, um, with that's clockwork. Yes, and you turn the key, and you see like all the gears turning, like as you turn the key, and then like once you get to the end, you let go. And then the key starts spinning and like playing the music and the, you see all the gears turning and the doors like slowly unlocking. But it's also Unfortunately. <laughs> it's also connected to a shotgun that will just automatically go off, you know, at certain beats in this uh, little musical. Um, it's a little bit Kevin McAllister, isn't it? Yes. So it's like this long hallway with a shotgun at the end. And, you know, once the door kind of unlocks and opens... You know, it sets off this shotgun to periodically just go off. Um, so our final girl gets shot like in the shoulder and she's kind of able yeah. to crawl 
underneath so she doesn't get hit by the gun but here comes devil even though he you know it was just an eye an eye shot so he's still oh yeah <laughs> he's still trucking along <laughs> yes um so he starts kind of chasing after her and attacking her and then he proceeds to try to strangle her he does so then she has to get resourceful and stick her finger in his bloody eye hole <laughs> love that love that <laughs> yeah. i miss i miss i miss a good thumb in the eye moment yes in a horror movie yes. by by the by the hero yes you know by the protagonist that's a way to dispatch of a villain Yes, most definitely. Wank your thumb in his eye. <laughs> and that causes him to kind of stand up a little bit more, which then he gets shot by the automatic gun that is going off. Um, he does. And then she's kind of trapped because there's nothing really at the end of this hallway. And we're kind of cutting back and forth between her and the, you know, good guy, Nathan. Uh, yeah. You know, he's kind of fighting his own battles and he finds the room with all the phones and he finds, you know, Harper's phone. So he has to kind of do some hiding and sneaking around uh, himself. So it's just this is kind of all very tense. Him trying to get away from his it's incredibly you know, tense. You know, it's nonstop. Her trying to get away from people and hiding. And um, yeah, so it's like nonstop action at this point. Just the whole kind of chase, the cat and mouse chase, which is always really fun in these kinds of movies. And that's kind of where your own intensity kind of ramps up. Where you're like, oh my god, <laughs> you yeah. know, and you're just like mumbling to yourself, like freaking out. They're gonna get found, and you know, like nathan he like is hiding behind a tarp and like he steps back and like bumps into some paint cans and making noise and you're like ah, I'm yeah. in nose. <laughs> like i just love when i can get like you know freaking out uh like that that's just kind of a a gauge for me to know that like this movie's good because i'm reacting yeah, something, in this way yeah, something's <laughs> it's very you feel visceral. involved yes i um, like feeling involved yes um, that's horrors. Horrors just the best genre for feeling involved. Yes, um, like you want to help these people, especially when you actually kind of care about what's going on with them. Right, um, you really do. And Nathan ultimately but. gets Harper's phone, and he's able to kind of uh, send like a GPS message, you know, to the boyfriend because that's like the yes, the most recent message that's open. So boyfriend, he's still around, kind of stalking her. <laughs> yeah, so he sees he gets this GPS alert from her phone and goes to I don't know what he thinks he's gonna do, but he goes to find. No, her. I don't know what he thinks he's gonna do either <laughs> because he just seems to. I, I've I've really no idea. He just seems to be kind of hanging around. Yes. For no reason, this dude. Yes. So he gets this. He he does. He gets this GPS thing. He come. He ends up coming to the house. Wander, wanders around the kind of technicians area again, like I'm gonna call it. Yeah. Of the haunted house, and he's just kind of like, "Hey, what's going on?" He's like, "You are not lasting too much longer here, are you?" <laughs> no. Dude? As he gets a big, and no, he does not. He gets a screw shot into his neck. <laughs> does beautiful kill. Yes, and then a uh, um. A big cement block dropped on see? his hand, and yeah, yeah he how gets... many screws do you see kill people? Like nails, yeah, sure. Yeah, but, but this was a screw, like a thick ass, bolty screw. <laughs> <laughs> really was. You know those things in Frankenstein's monster's <laughs> neck? Yeah, that that was a shot. Like the at thickness your face. of those, <laughs> right was... through his neck, yes. right through it. Yes, blood everywhere. Yes, spurting. <laughs> 
doesn't last long, does he? But really, I mean, he was terrible anyway. So. Yeah, so we get some more crazy masked people coming after um, uh, Harper in this hallway. And one of them's kind of coming at her. Is he is one with like a chainsaw or, or he, There's one some. with a chainsaw, yes. And she ultimately they, he he ultimately like chainsaws the shotgun and she's able to kind of grab it and shoot him with it. And then there's like a corkboard wall behind her and Nathan's on the other side, so he's able to kind of break it through yeah. and help get her get her free. They're together Yay, now. Freedom. Yay. We um, have freedom. Yes, so we, we have, like freedom. We have our two protagonists together, so we're feeling okay about things. But we see these people meddling around. The leader clown finds their car and starts like messing it up, so they can't get away. Oh yeah, you know stuff like that. So you know I mean, that that clown dude is probably the cleverest one of them all. Yeah, um, he does burn down the establishment as well. Yes, because we do see some bags of oil earlier, and they're all kind of wondering what what was this about? Like, what what is this in here for? Um, Oh, we do get yes. Oh, sorry, I was gonna say we do get you know them tricking Harper into killing her friend. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Um, We do because I I was I was there thinking, who's this weird person in this tree skull mask? Yeah, so there's another masked person seen. with a hood. Is this a leader? Coming coming at, in a cloak and hood, coming at Harper, and she proceeds to stab them with the pitchfork and realizes yeah. it's her friend who got her arm cut. Um, who we've not seen for any No, so we haven't seen her. Presumed uh, dead. Presumed dead. Yes. So and now actually dead. And I like that they at least, like, throw some lines in there so you know, like, she's not upset like with harper as she's dying like she's like she's like you know get out of here they're coming after you like the friend is trying to send her a warning you know so she's not like thinking harper did it on purpose or you know something like that so so at least harper won't have you know she'll of course will feel terrible about this i'm sure the rest of her days but she won't have that guilt like her friend think you murdered me (laughs) you know you never think about that do you you never think (laughs) about that um for Really, after any horror movie of this kind of style, yeah, where the protagonists survive, the, sorry, survive the movie, but definitely kill several people throughout the whole movie. Like, are they going to live with themselves, knowing that they themselves have killed people, including people they actually care, care about, about? Yeah. To survive that experience? That's, like, no. That's why we need They're a heart. They're not going to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to be able to deal with that, but you never think about that because the movie just ends. Um, yeah. The movie ends nicely in a nice little boat. And that's kind um, of why this, like them re-gearing like, Halloween 2018 to... Yeah, to be a direct sequel because then you see yeah you see how laurie strode has been dealing with this for the past 40 years and how a traumatizing thing can affect you like that um even in a little bit like with i know what you did last summer sequel like she's obviously traumatized and having nightmares about it and all of that kind of thing so i like when they you know i personally would think about that so that's why i was kind of like you know she's already going to feel bad about everything she's had to do tonight including killing her friend. So I like that they at least like gave her friend some words to like say, you know, 
get out of here you know they're they're after you like some protective words from her friend knowing that you know she knows it was purely an accident so like that's where my mind went like i'm glad they gave her just one little line to say to harper so harper's not at least like thinking like you know she must you know hate me from beyond for killing her by accident you know very very fair point very very fair point but of course the movies end they're all they're free nathan and harper are free lovely they're in hospital isn't it all nice you get a little another kind of dreamy uh moment of harper going visiting her mother um and then you know in in the dream the clowns behind the mother yes um so it's just another one, another added little bit of actual full, fuller meaning to Harper's kind of story in, in the movie. And also feels anyway. very Friday the 13th. <laughs> A little bit, little yeah. bit, yes. Um, then you also get the clown actually going to, her mother's to Harper's house. house. Yes. Or to Harper's mother's house. Um, and well... She's realised as old Harper. She's realised when at the hospital that they had to sign forms to actually enter the haunted house in the first place. So her information's on there. The information's on there. So the murderers have actually got her information and her address. And, oh God, what can I do? She turns into Kevin McAllister herself... And it goes pretty well. Yeah, so the head clown goes to her place and he steps, busts through the door like Freddy for mud and mayhem. And he steps on like a glue trap and he's stuck, causing him to kind of fall over on some nails. (laughs) On some nails. It's always nails. Yes. And here comes Harper. Big finale. Here comes Harper, which is also the same finale of what movie, Morgan? (laughs) Quiet Place. Remember what Emily Blunt does at the end of The Quiet Place? It's exactly what Harper does at the end of this movie. Yeah, she says, take off your mask, let me see your face, or something like that. Some cool badass line, cocks the gun, and shoots Mr. Clown Boss in his face. (laughs) Yay. What a wonderful movie it was, Janine. Yes, so fun. So scary. I understand. So simple. I understand. Yeah. That throughout this episode we have entirely spoiled this movie but i mean come on it's a silly it's a silly fun teen horror movie spoilers are not really something we should be worried about yes we know what's going to happen in this movie (laughs) it's nothing new but the i would say the location and the location is kind of it's unique in a way like there are there are a good deal. There are other haunted house attraction, fun house based horror movies. There are. They exist. This one's a particularly good one. Yes. Of that tiny little subgenre. And certainly, just if you want really palpable tension and just a fun time, like it's not one of those that goes. Over the top where it's also a little bit funny. It's not really funny, but it's just a really, really tense, satisfying 
horror movie. And it's just so simple. Absolutely well watch it. Well performed. Um, they don't add too much exposition and things you don't need that aren't going to add anything to the story. They use their time really well. It's really well paced. Um, the kills yeah. are really cool. Um, and yeah, you get a bit of, you know, character development peppered in in such smart ways. So yeah, just a smart, simple uh, Halloween horror slasher flick. So please check out. And I understand, we yeah. understand <laughs> that Halloween is just gone. But this is why we're doing this, because Halloween and horror movies should be celebrated at all points of the year. Agreed. <laughs> so why not just go and watch Haunt now? What do you think you're missing out on? You'll be saying, if you watch Haunt now, you'll be saying to yourself, God, I wished I watched that on Halloween weekend. Yes. That's what you'll be and saying. And watch it every Halloween weekend after that, I'm sure. Not a, <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad, uh, it's not a bad Halloween go-to, I don't think. Definitely. Like you said, like you said before, it's nice to have a recent movie of this kind, a recent horror movie of this kind, be this good. Yes. It really it's is. It's a very nice surprise. Perfect. Haunt 2019. Go and find it out. Check Amazon Prime. Check Shudder. It's on there. You'll have a fun time. It's great. Yay. Janine. Morgan. What's next week? Next week, another movie I recently, I won't say discovered, I knew of its existence for many years now, but I hadn't watched it until last month's Halloween watching season I did. Um, and it's a, I think it's a, it's a favorite movie, uh, Fright Night. I mean, I've heard of Fright Night. I know of Fright Night pretty well, but Clearly, I've never heard, uh, I've never seen it. Yes, so. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing it for this show, would we? No. So, very cool movie. Really loved it. And I think you will dig it quite a bit. You know I will so. anyway. It's a I mean, respected there is a horror movie. So. There is a character in this movie who they asked Vincent Price to play brilliant so that in itself was enough for me to be like oh i have to make more to watch this movie i have yeah, to so pretty much yes because i know what vibe the movie's going for now so yes i know it likes to embrace a little bit of fun vincent price for example wouldn't have really fitted in haunt no <laughs> or a movie like you couldn't put vincent price in the texas chainsaw massacre and it work it doesn't work it's a different tone. Yes. So I think you will love the tone of Fright Night. 80s horror is, you know, yeah. a fun time for horror. So, yeah. It certainly is. Like, really exciting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, lovely stuff. There we go. I think, Janine. But Morgan Hasn't Seen is, of course, not the only show you can find on the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed. We have It's a Wonderful Podcast itself, the main show, every Friday where we celebrate and show love to those older movies that we love so much. Hey, we're sticking a little bit horror with that as well. <laughs> because why not? We're in a little bit of it. We're always in a price <laughs> mood, aren't we, Janine? We are. We're always in a price <laughs> mood. Uh, this coming Friday, we actually have Vincent Price in Tower of London. Yes. Don't we, Janine? So yes. that's good stuff. A Shakespeare price movie with enough ghosts and overacting in there <laughs> that we just love it yes. just works i mean is it overacting i don't think it even is is it is just 
perfect. Yes, I don't think you can movie. overact in a Shakespeare movie. I think that's kind of that's, do you know what? That's also for true for Shakespeare. It's also Shakespeare's very, very dialogue. Point. I think everyone gets very, a little extra. Very good point. So. <laughs> But it's a wonderful podcast, the main show, every Friday. We love it over there. This show, Morgan hasn't seen every Wednesday. And Machine Mondays with Janine the Machine over there. Talking all her schmo-down things every Monday. We've got you covered all week long on the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed. You can find the shows on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and a whole bunch of others. Absolutely everywhere you can find your podcasts. Check out the It's a Wonderful Podcast Patreon at patreon.com slash it's a wonderful one or just search It's a Wonderful Podcast on Patreon. So much fun stuff going on over there. The live streams, the bonus content, the polls, the videos, the artwork, so much. All of it. Loads of stuff. Yes. Going on on the Patreon. We also like to, well, we've started doing the It's a Wonderful Watch Alongs, haven't we? That's on my YouTube channel. So just search my name, Morgan Robinson. Um, or just go on, you know, the social medias, which I will say, if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, that at, that's at It's A Wonderful One. I am on Twitter at The Purple Dawn with three instead of the E in the because, Janine. Three is the magic number. And you are at where? You can find me at Janine Debeen on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to get any merch for any of our shows or check out any of my artwork, you can find all of that at my Tee Public shop on tpublic.com at G9Design. I am certainly very excited to do more of the watch-alongs. Yes, so I fun. I love doing the watch-alongs. They're great. We want to bring a little more video content to you anyway. Yes. So that's kind of nice. We have a lot of things... A lot of things going around our wonderful podcast brains, don't we, Janine? Always. <laughs> as we always do. As we always do. It's just about getting them done. We try. It's just about getting them done. <laughs> we do try. And we love doing it. But there we go, I think, Janine. For the first episode in Morgan Hasn't Seen Horror Edition. Yay! <laughs> Haunt 2019. Just go and watch it. You'll have a blast. Yeah, so You fun. really, really will. We've got Fright Night coming next week. Janine, I think there's only one thing left to do, unless you can think of anything else. Well, I think that's it. So. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye.